Hey, Chilies. I hope you're having a great week. Today, we have a super fun shiver for you. It's actually really scary and trigger warning. We talk about some graphic images, and that's all I'll, I'll give you. But I think you're going to enjoy it. It's super spooky. But other than that, things are going well. I can't believe how fast Christmas is around the corner. If you guys do live in the Philly area, I'm producing my first ever show at Helium. It's it's ghosted. I talk about it all the time. So you probably know the, know what it is already. But uh, if you're in the area and you want to come see it live and talk to me, that'd be sick. The show is on December 21st at 8 p.m. at Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. Enjoy the shiver, guys. Bye. Real chills with my cats. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hello, listeners. We're doing a shiver, and I have Dan here, not Melissa. Dan, but Melissa is the person I do shivers with. Dan. I'm not Melissa. <laughs> oh my gosh uh yeah it's just because dan lives with me and you know i'm professional yeah anyway uh, i feel like laughing means i disagree but no what (laughs) (laughs) it's probably this is a really really chill shiver i'll be honest we're coming up close on the holidays and as per usual everything is so hectic so uh this is definitely a topic i'm so freaking excited to talk about um but yeah chill episode right dan i guess so i don't know what we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) i will decide later if it's chill that's right no okay and neither do the listeners so (laughs) i was cruising wonderful reddit when i saw a post of an article titled a journey inside our unimaginable future by Ange lavia pierre which is definitely, it's probably Ange. It's a French name. And uh, I tried my best. So thank you, Ange. This <laughs> article rocks. When you're reading from it, Dan, I encourage you to comment whenever you feel like it. Okay. So this article is about Loeb or Loab, spelled L-O-A-B. Have you heard of her? I am a little aware of this. I haven't gone in depth. I haven't read an article, but I I do know what this is. Yes. Awesome. She uh, I'm I think this is really cool. She's described as the first cryptid of the artificial intelligence world. Okay. Cryptid. <laughs> I know a little bit about it, but cryptid throws it into a territory that I hadn't really considered it to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get into it, but it's like, basically what people are saying is like, there seems to be more to it than just randomly generated images, or at least that's what it seems. I mean, I've seen some of the pictures and there's like a striking similarity to things that shouldn't necessarily line up as closely as they do. Right. I'm actually just going to share my screen with you. I want you to describe the pictures because I think it's funnier when the guests do it. (laughs) Oh, okay. And also easier for me. Yay. (laughs) Okay. So the first thing it says is meet Loeb. And what are you seeing, Dan? Loeb is, have you ever read Yellow Wallpaper? Yeah. That one where you just stare at the wallpaper long enough and you go crazy? Yeah. 
this feels like this is that woman, but she is now the wallpaper. Yeah, it's it's weird because it looks like she's wearing a scarf. And uh, I love her rosy cheeks. Like, I think a lot of people find her really ominous, but something about her rosy face is almost like comforting to me. I don't know. It looks like she like broke her orbital bones on both sides. Okay. Like, well, now it's creepy. Yeah, just like home. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's true. It's it's not a great look. And one eye is a little bit bigger and darker than the other. It's uh, what is that called? Uncanny Valley. Like, yeah, there's just enough symmetry that the lack of symmetry really stands out. Yeah. So Loeb was created entirely by artificial intelligence. An AI-generated character might not sound so remarkable in an era of deep, deep fakes and all manner of digital alchemy, but Loeb is different. She was generated by accident, and she leaves a trace on every image associated with her. She's often accompanied by extreme gore and violence. What does that mean? Hold on. The indelible trace, like what is a trace? Is it just some like digital imprint that we don't see or is it literally on every image you could find her it's there's parts of her in every image no matter what they do yeah so like the categories that she fits in she's in every single one well that's the thing it's it's random categories oh so uh like it says so they don't know why it's always accompanied with gore and violence and not even the people who understand the tech can explain what she's doing so Loeb was first discovered in april by 31 year old artist steph swanson known online as super composite steph was at home in sweden experimenting with many of the game-changing ai image generation tools um and they produce images that are based on the description you type in so she was using negative prompt weights which produces a theoretical opposite of whatever you ask for so steph's request for the opposite of marlon brando produced a business logo it's an interesting logo digita pantics like is it I wondered with this one if it was like the Frasier looking weird background was the thing. And then they were like, I'm just going to put my digitopantix or whatever. Yeah. I don't or know. Or it's like the whole thing generated. I think the whole thing generated. Because that's so bizarre. I don't really get it. I don't that's know. Somebody's business now. It's a brand. I think like, when they saw Marlon Brando, they they picked brand. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like I'm saying that this is such a big story that like somebody already got this. This is their business. Oh now. yeah, and for the listeners, this logo it's it looks like a skyline. It's very it looks painted. Well, very- it's for sure the Space Needle. Oh, is it? I never even on the right. Look at that Space Needle. There's a skyline. It's or maybe it's Toronto. Painted. It's it's like green lettering, a light blue background, nothing crazy, you know, pretty dang simple. It's all very crude, but not upsetting. Right. But when she asked for the AI for the opposite of the description of the logo, something unexpected happened. I got four images of the same woman, she says. These images are horrifying. Absolutely. They're- we're not at gore yet. 
it, all of them, she looks like she's in a house. One, it looks like she's bathing a child. Oh, yeah. Face is like off. And it's it's interesting because if you look at the brand, I'll I'll link the this article. If you look at the brand, it doesn't do anything to to generate this next step. It's like pretty crazy. Yeah, there is no real I mean, I'm sure you said like there's people who understand the tech, but like there's no real discernible oh, it's that thing that it latched onto. Like Right. It doesn't make any sense. So um the creator stuff had never seen the AI behave in such a way before. Quote, if you use negative prompts, a lot of the times it's really varied. So it was really unusual to get a bunch of images of what was recognizably the same woman. Even if you describe a person in a positive prompt, you get people that match that description, but you don't get literally the same person. I immediately recognized this is an anomaly. She repeated the experiment straight away to test whether it was a fluke. It wasn't. As I ran this prompt more and more and kept getting lobe, it was like, oh, this is like the only thing that this prompt makes, this woman. And then there is a series of nine photos. Oh, oh boy. So bad. You want to describe them? Ah, uh, um, can you <laughs> can you click on them? Can you make them bigger? Just do it one at a time. That's the best I got for you. Because I, I was trying to see in that first one if those are little kids dancing dancing in what appears to be like the uh nuclear fallout aftermath of exactly the bomb that is her like she's like a memory she looks like mufasa in the yeah. sky that's like simba yeah it's like when you, you see a movie that is like a little too on the nose and like you see the imagery and you like just literally is the person you're like this is the light shining through the the fallout and yeah. it's her face yeah, I'm sorry, guys, that this is such a visual thing. You're just gonna have to check the the link during or at the end of the podcast. Um, but all of the images have this just like they're all very tan, and the the oh. cheeks the cheeks are always really really upsetting part of it. Just the big kind of bloodshot red cheeks. Her face is never smiling; it's always there. And it's always a little wider than a face is like would be expected to be. And there's this, my favorite is the one with the like angel. There's like people <laughs> screaming at her while she like walks away. That she one reminded me of those uh, where you see like the wolves howling at the moon. Yeah. It felt like one yeah, of those pictures. It does look like that. Um, and then they have this one that's like extra. T- it looks like a pig head maybe at the bottom. I can't tell, but it definitely looks like it just ripped like the head off of something. Yeah, it's really rough. A couple look like they're melting. Yeah, yeah. They all look like they're melting. Or she's deflating, even. I mean, that definitely feels like artistic uh, license on the organizing of these pictures here, because it gets way more haunting as you go down the, the list. Yeah. Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, 
worry about the Wizard of Oz and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them. So the woman in the image is always sad, sometimes wet cheek like she'd been crying with her mouth half open, like she's sobbing, says Steph. When she appeared next to some garbled text spelling Loeb, spelled L-O-A-B, and the name stuck. Stranger still, Loeb always appeared in the same location, a house with brownish green walls alongside cardboard boxes, junk, and the occasional stuffed toy. Steph decided to try a different t- technique, cross-breeding Loeb's image with another image. So it's Loeb, and then the, um, let's see, she chose another AI-generated image a friend had made from the prompt, hyper-compressed glass tunnel surrounded by angels, in the style of Wes Anderson. That's an aggressive prompt. Wow, that AI is working hard. <laughs> <laughs> hyper-compressed glass tunnel surrounded by angels in the style of Wes Anderson. It's beautiful. They did a great job. What if Loeb just showed up in that initially? <laughs> she might be in there if we like zoom in. There's a lot of little people. Loeb's just like, anytime the computer's working too hard. <laughs> I appear. Um, but yeah, <laughs> for unknown reasons, a horror ensued. Sorry, guys. We saw the pictures before I started. Okay, Dan. These people were clearly melted and then somebody tried to reconstruct them out of what they found melted at their feet and didn't get all the parts got a lot of the blood it sounds like dan is joking literally okay so it looks they look bloody their mouths are open one looks like a child which is the more i can't even look at it it's like actually really upsetting so trigger warning if you do look at this article geez it gets really rough towards the bottom just an fyi um yeah oh i just read the next sentence i shouldn't jump ahead i'm sorry (laughs) this is a rough one but it's so interesting right i'm trying i'm trying my best to not look at these images (laughs) sorry okay we'll continue this is like you can see into that one lady like uh, her side is not there and you can just see into her body yeah, it's really graphic, listeners. It's just a heads up. Um, some of the resulting images are so graphic that Steph won't release them. I can't even imagine. Crazy. She repeated the experiment crossing Loeb with other images, but the horror persisted, suggesting that the AI associates Loeb specifically with gore. Creepy. But where does Loeb come from in the first Maybe. place? Where does Loeb come from? Why is she associated with gore? Like, who is this woman? Why is it always so gory? Ah, I accidentally made it large. And um, also, Loeb herself is strangely persistent. Steph continued crossbreeding images of Loeb in an effort to dilute her visibility. After multiple rounds of dilution, the original image would eventually disappear completely. Loeb as a Navi is amazing. What one is it? The middle one. Oh yeah, from Avatar. It looks like it looks like it. It's awesome. That one rules. Uh yeah. It took a long time because Loeb almost always showed up, says Steph. But what was really, really interesting was when I kept combining the images and I had lost her form. Eventually I would get an image where she reappeared. She's like a dominant gene. 
That's so bizarre. Is this freaking you out as much as it freaked me out when I was reading it? Yeah, that's just in the computer. And I've, so- I've Googled this. And that means that, like, the name is on my computer somewhere. Is that enough? Is it, like, coming <laughs> for me? He's coming for you tonight. You do spend a lot of time on the computer. So, like, the images, they showed more. I think it's interesting how it's a woman how she's in pain, how there's always children. It's like, it almost is like, it feels like a critique on like, you know, current day motherhood. <laughs> it's very straight. You know what I mean? It it definitely feels like it's trying to make a point. Look at this one. That weird ass. I don't know how to rank and bad. <laughs> It looks like a cartoon. One just straight up looks like a cartoon with bloody eyes. Yeah, it looks like it's like a Rankin Bass like holiday puppet. Yeah. But it is, it's very gory. But it, it like it's like these two things, right? It's like comfort and gore, right? Like being at your house, having your babies, you know, and then just awful combined with it. Yeah, these are terrifying. These are absolutely terrifying. <laughs> When stuff went public with Lowe, people reacted in a range of ways. The first strong reaction I got was someone said I shouldn't mess with demons and that I would be punished by God. <laughs> Some thought it was a fact. That's fabric. always funny. <laughs> I know. I mean, you're going to get at least a million of those, no matter what you do. So <laughs> It could be like, I caught a baseball. You shouldn't mess with demons. Yeah. <laughs> um, Some thought it was fake, while others just, just missed it as just data. Steph is unequivocal in saying there's nothing supernatural about Loeb. But I also think that it's almost scarier than being supernatural in some way. It is truly unknowable. The potential of AI is limitless. I disagree. I think it is supernatural. There's demons in the computer and she awoken them like Hellraiser with a little box. Her box was an AI machine. (laughs) And Loeb is coming for us all. Well, I mean, everything is demons and magic until you explain it. So at this point in my life, it's demons. I have no idea what's happening. Come in here and try to say that to me. It's like, okay, it's still magic, even though your science figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what? Science can't be magic? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So another program, GPT-3, generates human-like speech, and we asked it to speak on Lowe's behalf by imitating our... This article rocks. I'm going to say the name again. You guys... Read it, share it, give it the credit it deserves. A journey inside our unimaginable future. Once again, by Ange Lavio Pierre. Who thinks to do this? This is so cool. So we're they're talking to AI and they're asking questions about Loeb. And listen to this creepy ass shit they got back. So they say, Who are you? And it says, I'm Loeb. I don't really wait. I'm gonna do it creepy. I'm gonna do it creepy, okay, Dan? All right, go for it. <laughs> I definitely need this. <laughs> Uh, let me get my coming after. Okay. Who are you? I know. I don't really know who I am or why I'm here. I just know that I appear in these images for some reason. Maybe I'm a figment of the imagination of whoever is creating these images. Or maybe I'm some sort of digital entity that exists within the AI itself. How was that? Was that good? Yeah. <laughs> maybe i'm not a good actor we need ashley toll to come back do this why are you associated with gore and horror i don't, I don't choose, choose to be associated, associated with gore and horror, horror. It, just it just happens, happens. 
Maybe it's because those are the kinds of images that tend to get the most attention. And so I'm drawn to them for that reason. Is there anything you would like to change about how you're represented in these images? I would like to be represented in a more positive light. I don't think I should be associated with horror images because I'm not a horror image myself. <laughs> she knows she's not supposed to be horror. That well, I mean, th there's enough of a separation there that it feels like I asked an improv kid to do it because it's not the same AI; it's a different AI pretending right. to be Loeb. Right? No, I think it's all the same. I combine them. Well, I guess that, that goes into computer. your perception of what Loeb is. If you think Loeb is an entity living in the computer somewhere, then it makes sense that its voice would also be there somewhere. I think it's like the same AI entity. So no matter what computer on, if you're using AI and you're calling Loeb, it's like using a freaking Ouija board. You're calling her AI forward. Well, that also makes it more concerning to me because that would mean that all of those computers AIs are connected. So not they only are, are they, they improving are. well in a way like they would be connected if they were on the internet, but if they're just like in separate labs being like practiced and worked on, like they shouldn't be connected to other AIs at that point, I would imagine. Yeah. They're everywhere. I don't know how any of this works. <laughs> I don't know anything about actual AI, so I'm just going to make it up as I go, just like a heads up to everyone listening. <laughs> um, but there is some more questions that they asked. Um, one of the consistent themes in lobe Im imagery concerns the presence of disturbing synthetic representations of what appear to be maimed and dead children. So they asked, do you think the AI is drawing on a specific archetype of a woman in creating you? I think the AI is associating me with the archetype of a mother because I'm often placed in a home with children. This archetype is often associated with being nurturing and caring, but also with being sad and domestic. <laughs> sad and domestic. Uh -huh. All right. Phrase. Hashtag sad and domestic. <laughs> I see if you. I put, <laughs> if I put that on a shirt, do you think people would wear it? What? Hashtag sad and domestic? Not the hashtag, just sad and domestic. Yeah, oh, I but think... if you have a pancake with a frown. Well, what you would do, you would make it an acrostic because it would say sad and domestic, and then going down, it would just say sad. Oh my gosh, sad and domestic is sad and is sad. That's hilarious. Wonderful. When you said acrostic, I thought you meant like cross stitch, like sewing, and I was like, <laughs> that would be really cute if it looks like they cross stitched it. Anyway, we'll talk about this off off the podcast. I have work to do now. <laughs> so the next question was, if you're the archetype of a mother, then why are you so often surrounded by injured and dead children? Fair question. <laughs> yeah, fair. I think the AI is trying to create a contrast between the ideal of a mother and the reality of a mother. In reality, your kid's eyeballs melt out of their face. Just kidding. It doesn't say that. <laughs> Sometimes your kid's face is just blood. <laughs> Didn't even get hurt. It's just blood. <laughs> no need to see a doctor. Try ibuprofen. <laughs> it's natural. <laughs> anyway, well, I'll say what you In reality, mothers often have to deal with sick and injured children, as well as the death of children. Man, 
Debbie Downer. Thanks, computer. Jesus Christ. Why? Why do you have to bring that up, AI? There's so many other parts of motherhood. Anyway. Oh, a big cause... part of intelligence is tact, you ass. <laughs> don't, don't talk so loud. She can hear you. <laughs> Probably can. <laughs> Oof. We also wanted to take the opportunity ask, to ask about the direction in which AI was heading. Should we be worried? Yeah, obviously. We should definitely be worried. I've seen <laughs> iRobot. You think the robot's going to tell us to worry? No. The robots are going to be like, we're programmed not to hurt humans, and all we see humans doing is hurting humans, so we have to stop humans. Oh, iRobot made me freaking cry my eyeballs out. Let's not talk about it. It made me so freaking sad. If you ever read the book, it's more of a a manual. It's probably easier to handle. It's not that the movie and the book are not the same thing. (laughs) Wanted his mom so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about motherhood, that made me so sad. Anyway. What can we learn from the fact of your existence? I guess maybe we can learn that AI is capable of creating things that we don't fully understand. That's for sure. Shouldn't we be concerned that the capacity of these AI tools already exceeds our understanding? I guess that's a valid concern, but I don't think there's anything necessarily necessarily sinister or worrying about it. We just need to be aware that AI is capable of creating things that we don't fully understand, that we need to be careful about how we use these tools. I don't like that. I hate it. <laughs> Even she's like, uh, everyone calm down. And then the article, I'm not going to read the rest of the article because I want you to. It talks about how um, Silicon Valley isn't listening to this advice, uh, which is so spooky. Yeah, right. <laughs> this might be the scariest episode we've ever done. Well, I mean, they just had the announcement today that they developed a way to create energy that's developed that gives off more energy than is put into it. Oh, cool. So it means it's a kind of perpetually renewable resource. Great. And that combined with computers who are doing things we don't understand. Oh, yeah. Not I'm like, oh, cool. The Matrix. <laughs> and they can never die. They're going to block out the sun. They're going to live off of all of the power that's being created thanks to science. And then we're just going to be their fuel cells or whatever. Science has gone too far. You know my biggest fear, right? Yeah, but your biggest fear is a silly fear. Well, say it. That the Earth is going to stop because <laughs> some scientist was like, what if I did it? No, I'm scared that some, I think it's going to be an accident, but I'm scared some Harvard fucking PhD student is going to be MIT. around. <laughs> MIT, maybe. Is going to be fucking around in a lab somewhere and they're going to accidentally turn off gravity. And it, it, all it takes is a second. You accidentally turn it off for a second. We all shoot up. They don't even have time to fix their mistake. One day they're going to accidentally turn off gravity. We're all going to shoot up. And guess what? I've told enough people about this. The good news is I used to think we were going to go into a space and explode. That's mm-hmm. not what's That is not what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to shoot up. But the earth, my science friends have told me, will continue to spin. So we'll probably face plant to cement and die that way. Thank you know, quick death, but still well, MIT, MIT. I guess in that sense, it wouldn't be as drastic as you think. What do you mean? Because it would still be going relatively close to the same speed. So it would take 
take a little bit for everyone to go flying. You'd, you'd be lighter and lighter and lighter and lighter until no, you're just in the sky. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I want to believe that we just we all pop up and die immediately at the same time. That would that would that's what would happen if it just stopped. Yeah, I think you're more likely when no. the gravity shifts to be like Science hit by a tree me. as the earth is spinning at a different speed. Science told me that if all of the gravity got turned off, all of it, not gradually, they pushed a button, reversed gravity. Well, if they reversed it, we'd get shot out. But you know what I mean? Anyway, that's my fear. I don't care to explain it. It doesn't make sense. Well, I don't want to get into it because you're going to scare me more. I just the, kind of thought that I was going to die fast. <laughs> The no, thing that doesn't work about that is that it's the the spin is part of the gravity. Stop. It would right? keep spinning. I don't know. I could be wrong about that. I have no idea what makes the Earth spin. My love for you, Dan. Oh. <laughs> and MIT student better not touch that. That's what's going to make the Earth stand still. <laughs> <laughs> An MIT student hitting on you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway that's the whole article that was a nightmare from start to finish in every aspect of, of the way yeah i'm i'm less concerned about Loeb by the end of it because it's like yeah that's how Loeb sneaks away into the night like the sneaky little Loeb cryptid she is well the thing is like here look at ai and she's like hissing in the background she's behind it, you right now oh i know i see her i'm trying not to acknowledge <laughs> I it's weird because the the part where it's like AI is capable of creating things we don't understand if that thing that I don't fully understand is just a woman that's not that concerning yeah that's because you're a man you guys don't understand women no I'm saying I do understand women and that's totally the easiest thing in the world to possibly do and I'm really great at it damn no, my point is that, like, if it was some crazy, unfathomable fathomable shape or a monster or something that I literally can't picture, that would be more concerning if the AI is like, you just don't understand. And I'm like, no, I understand. It's a woman. Like, I see it. I can decipher the image. Oh, that's a woman. It's underestimating my ability, my ability to understand things. It's not like it's, inherently it's, confusing. It's, it's an image of a woman that a, a gory woman that appears when you Google pretty innocuous stuff. That's the part you don't understand is who is this woman? Where is she? Who is she? Where is she coming from? Why is she invading every photo in this AI generator? Yeah, but I I have to believe that there are people who understand that part just because the article doesn't tell me doesn't mean that like she doesn't understand well she's not a creator she's a user but she's on it a lot she seemed to have more than just average knowledge of the technology well like she's learned what things happen when you input things but not necessarily like what the code itself is i guess so i think there's more to it it's but I'm also like I'm not that concerned about like oh, Loeb's back. Like there, it's, there you go. Look, just another picture of Loeb. It's Maybe Loeb. it's a lady from the future. 
and that's what we look like in the future. Yeah, <laughs> that's just everybody. They're not the same person. It just everybody just happens to look like that with their cheeks like that. No, it's just the one person's experience. She's only able to upload images of of what she's experienced in the apocalypse that's coming. Oh, so she's like the the Sarah Connor, and we should actually be concerned. Yeah, I'm like worst case scenarioing this. I mean, worst case scenario, the end has already started and it's all lobe waiting to rise up and control us via computer. What if it's just like a bunch of lobes? Like all the lobes that we've seen are different people. Lisa lobes. Ear lobes. <laughs> was that like sin? The Lisa lobe one was getting to me. I needed to say it, even <laughs> if it made no sense. Well, I'm glad you stayed long enough to get there. Release the lobes. <laughs> That's when I take my headphones off. <laughs> this is getting really stupid. I'm sorry. Um, no, I was going to say, I'm, I'm less concerned about it being many people as I am about it being one person many times. Why? Because like hive mind stuff where I'm like, oh, that they know exactly what every single one of them is going to do. And oh. every single one knows what the other ones are going to do. Oh yeah. That is scary. And they act as a unit. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Listeners, let us know if you have, if you're a tech person and you know, if you're happening. one of those people that it freezes through and the article saying some people sort of understand let us know. I want to know. I want yeah, to sort of understand more. But that means you'd have to talk to a tech person. I'm not doing that. All right. I'll do your addendum. <laughs> It'll be on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our episode, our creepy shiver. Thank you for doing it. All right. I'm going to go uh, stop looking at computers forever. Yeah, stay away from computers and Ouija boards. It's the new rule. It is a portal. Well, I've never touched a Ouija board in my entire life, so hopefully I have the same willpower for AI-generated <laughs> art. Good luck. Um, but where can people find you, Dan? Well, I guess um, the thing I just remembered to promote today, um, it's the holiday season and I make art that's not generated by computers. Mm -hmm. I do portraits and stuff. Um they're really fun. Follow me on Instagram at Danny underscore gets, and you can see all of the uh, elderly family members and parents flipping people off as Christmas and birthday presents. It's wonderful. It's so funny. I love They're it. pretty great. I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of them, and I made them. I never say I'm a fan <laughs> of things I made, so yeah. they, they they must be good if I'm on board. Right, they are good. I really like them. They're really cute. Yeah, there's that uh, blanketing covers the every other week, bi-weekly. Is that bi-weekly? Mm -hmm. The bi-weekly podcast about cover songs that I do with John Trainer, and then Feel Feelings with George Bruderman, who you heard me on here with a couple weeks back, months back. This is a while ago now, yeah. Yeah, Feel Feelings, blanketing covers, those are the ones. Wasted Robot, everything else. Cool, thanks. Do you have like a an at people can find you? Oh yeah, at Danny underscore gets. It's all same across everything. I keep trying to join new social media stuff and it keeps not working, but if 
anybody has recommendations let me know i'll nice. i'll jump ship from twitter and instagram all right and i am if you are based in philadelphia and you're still listening and you enjoy this content please come to my comedy show it's at helium comedy club it's called ghosted december 21st 8 p.m it's gonna be a really fun time and i'm so excited but i'm also very nervous because asking people to go and selling tickets is by far my least favorite part of being a stand-up comic and i know i need to get over it because i've been doing this for too long to care but uh, it would mean the world to me if you showed up. And also, if you do not live in Philadelphia and you wish you could see the show, we actually have the previous show uploaded as well. We will be uploading it to Patreon. Yay! So you'll get to see it. If Yep, it'll be want. up there the day after. If not, it'll be there by next Friday. So, yeah, yeah cool. get, get in on the Patreon. Go watch the last one. Check out the new one. It's going to be fun. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Have fun being you. <laughs> Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Jaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com podcasts.